Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo, and in the next week, I have a trip coming up, um, and I'll be flying on a plane, and if you know anything about me, this is not my favorite thing to do, (laughs) and I'm often the one sitting in the back of the plane, gripping my seat handles, like just shaking and waiting for the next bout of turbulence, and my mind is in a complete panic. Um, And I was just thinking, I was thinking about how a few months ago I was at the park with my kids, and I ran into this grandpa who was also at the park with his granddaughter. And our kids were playing together, and come to find out he was a pilot. And so this is like my dream come true, being able to sit down and talk to a real live pilot and to get to know like everything about the plane and hopefully feel safer and be and feel more reassured and feel like I'm going to be safe. Um, but what happened that day was really something I didn't expect. I was met with just real kindness and compassion. I told this pilot how I was really afraid of heights. In general and to my surprise he said me too like if I'm standing at the top of a six-story building and I look down it totally freaks me out Um, and I just love how this person was so kind to share with me something that he had felt even as a pilot and it made me feel you know not so small and like I was not that crazy for being afraid of something like heights And I was just struck by his compassion and his willingness to make me feel seen and heard, even though he had no problem flying planes thousands of feet in the air for decades, you know, of his career. He still chose the route of kindness and not a dismissal of my fears. And I thought about how anyone that struggles with anxiety, I think this is what they really want in a friend. They want someone that can sit beside them and say, hey, I've been there. I know what it's like to be afraid. You know, you're not so crazy. You know, I I think it's normal that you feel these things. Um, And you can show compassion to someone else who is struggling simply by saying, you know, I have struggled with that before. A lot of people deal with that. That is so normal, friend. Your feelings are valid. We have people in our life many people who are plagued by irrational fears, me being one of them. And I'm sure you can guess what I'm going to say just from the title of this episode is that we are all afraid of something. So one thing I long to communicate with people is that we are all not that different. People who have mental health struggles are not that different from people who don't have you know, an official mental health diagnosis. The truth is, is that we all struggle with being afraid of things. We all have moments of panic and fear and worry and anxiety, and we all feel unsure of ourselves at times. We all feel sad. We all have moments of being down and just not knowing why we feel that way. Um, I remember reading this beautiful little book. It's A Shepherd's Look at Psalm 23 by W. Philip Keller. And just this whole beautiful comparison, he went line by line through Psalm 23 um, and reading about how us, us believers are compared to sheep and how Jesus is our shepherd. And he takes such tender care of us. 
And whenever I feel like such a wimp, which is often, and like I just can't get my life together, like I'm afraid of everything, um, I look at this psalm. And it makes total sense that I am afraid of things. I am a sheep. I am a little scared animal in need of my tender, loving shepherd's care. And that is okay. And my dependence on him draws me to him. Our inability to handle situations should not shock us. If we view ourselves the way we truly are as sheep who can easily become overwhelmed, who need dependence, um, we can approach the throne of grace. We don't have to ha handle everything on our own. It is better for us to be humble and to just come to him with our needs. Um, I was looking at, I'm on page 74 of this book. It says, again and again, I remind myself, oh God, this seems terribly tough. But I know for a fact that in the end, it will prove to be the easiest and gentlest way for me to get to higher ground. Then, when I thank him for the difficult things, the dark days, I discover that he is there with me in my distress. At that point, my panic, my fear, my misgivings give way to calm and quiet confidence in his care. Somehow, in a serene, quiet way, I am assured all will turn out well for my best because he is with me in the valley and things are under his control. To come to this conviction in the Christian life is to have entered into an attitude of quiet acceptance of every adversity. It is to have moved onto higher ground with God, knowing him in this new and intimate manner makes life much more bearable than before. And what I've had to realize in my own life is that fears will come and go. Sometimes fears will pass and I won't struggle with them anymore. And sometimes new fears pop up because I'm facing a new stage in life or, you know, a certain thought has entered my head. But what we have to remember in the middle of these fears is that God is leading us through valleys and up to the mountaintops. Life is not stagnant. We never stay in the valley. We walk through the valley but we walk with our Savior, and then we come out the other side. Whatever fear you might be facing today, I want you to remember that it is only temporary, that God longs to deliver you from it. I love that psalm by David where he says, You have delivered me from all my fears. And so we can recite that to ourselves, and we can remember that we will be okay, and that this fear will not consume us. Jesus has a far greater plan than letting this fear consume you. So what are some steps we should take to move past our fears? One simple step is to tell God your fears and to tell others your fears. I know it's scary. Um, I've, I've had to do this with my friends where I actually let them know how irrational my fears are. And I don't even want to tell them because I know it sounds ridiculous. I already know it's irrational. But speaking the fear out loud does not give it power. It takes away its power because it gives another person the chance to say to you, I've been there. I know exactly how you're feeling. This will pass. Give someone else the chance to be led by the Spirit, to speak into your life, to encourage you. Give someone that chance rather than keeping the fear in the dark and letting it isolate you because that's exactly where the enemy wants you. Another step you can take is to face that fear 
in a doable way. I, and you know, I don't mean conquering it all at once because if someone says that to me, I just shirk away in fear. Um, because you know, for some of us, things like that feel overwhelming when people say, just face your fears, you know, that feels like too much. What I mean is praying and asking the spirit, what is one small step I can take today to overcome my fear? Take like my fear of flying, for example. I am getting on a plane in a few days. Am I taking flying lessons to fly a plane myself? No, I'm probably not at that point yet, and I may never be at that point. But, you know, I saw this trip coming up as a beautiful invitation from God to face my fears and to do something exciting um, to take a trip and experience his creation in a place I've always wanted to see at Christmas time, I had to see past the fear and to see into the adventure that God was calling me to. And I think if we can get quiet enough to listen to the stillness of his voice, we can see that what that adventure is that he's calling us to and how exciting it could be on the other side of our fear. If we could just press into that fear a little bit and face it, even if it's one small step, Maybe he has something really, really exciting on the other side, um, and he usually does, friend. I mean, I've walked this road of anxiety with him for a long time, and every single time I get the courage up to face my fears in a, a very small way, um, he really shows up for me, and I know he will do that to you. So, you know, it all started with this small step. And let me give you a clue. When you do choose to face your fears, it will be terrifying. You will feel afraid. That is normal. Um, that doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. It doesn't mean you should back down and walk away. It just means that you're human to feel afraid in that moment. But the more steps you can take against the fear, the less it controls your life and has power over you. And that's ultimately the goal. We want the power to be in the hands of the Lord not in the hands of our fear or the hands of the enemy. So um, I hope all those thoughts encouraged you today. Let me pray for us, friends. Heavenly Father, oh, I just love that psalm um, where David says, you have delivered me from all my fears. I know I've clung to that so tightly um, in moments where my fears like felt like they were going to swallow me whole. And Lord, I just praise you for your everlasting love that promises to help us conquer our fears. It promises to bring us through storms where you hold us hand in hand. And Lord, I pray for every single person listening today, whatever fear they're facing, first of all, I pray that they would talk to you about it. Secondly, I pray that they would get the courage to tell a friend. Um, just text a friend, say, this is something I'm afraid of right now. I would love prayer about this. Um, and just, I pray that that friend that they text would be responsive in grace and to say, hey, I've been there too. And if they need to be the friend on the other end of that text, Lord, um, I pray that you would spur them on to have that grace over their friends because we all need a friend like that that can just bring us down to earth and say, you know what, you're human. You're like a sheep in your shepherd's care and you will make it through this. And Lord, I just thank you for all the grace and encouragement that you give us in your word. I pray that we can cling to Psalm 23 this week and just read it over and over again and let it sink into our hearts, Lord. In your name, amen. All right, friends, that is it for today. 
Um, the day I'm recording this is my birthday, and I am just um, feeling so grateful this year because of all of you and um, because you've chosen to listen every week and support this podcast and this ministry and what God has laid on my heart. I'm just um, overwhelmed, really, with the people that I've met through doing this and um, the kind hearts that I've come across and um, the women who are truly genuine about seeking after the Lord and everything they do. I uh, feel so grateful to be a part of your life and that you've chosen to listen today. So um, thanks, friends. I will talk to you next week.